All right? Praise the Lord. I bring you greetings this evening to you all in your various homes. Thanking God who is very present with you in your homes. want you to have that assurance that He is the God of all houses and human beings. And He is with you in your homes. What is very important for us this evening, on Wednesday evening, is that we pay attention to the living Word of God. And so, I'm so glad, on behalf of the church, the leadership, we want you to know that the Lord is in control. And therefore, don't be moved, neither be dismayed. But just let your heart and your mind be on God, the living Father of us. I have a very interesting subject to share with you on our preparation towards communion on Sunday. Very important. Uh, Something that I would like for you to pay attention to. We all know something that is very prevailing in our time, which is the issue of fear because of coronavirus. But I would like for you to pay attention to me here on this subject of to whom and to what shall we fear? To whom and unto what shall we fear? Let's have a word of prayer so that we go into the word of God. Heavenly Father, we thank you for Jesus, who is the author of our salvation and who is our Lord, who has redeemed us to the uttermost and has given us the assurance that knowing him means eternal life. We come to you now to hear your word. We ask that you would visit every home Visit every individual and let your voice be heard so that the word of God will remain in each one's heart as a well of water springing forth. In the name of Jesus, have we prayed. Amen. Brethren, as I said earlier on to you that the Lord is visiting us in our homes on the issue of To whom and to what shall we fear? We know how much the world is shaking and fear has gripped the heart of almost everybody. But let me say this. We thank God for these wonderful group of people that we have in our world. In fact, it took me this situation to begin to think about such people as scientists. These are the people who have told us what is happening and make us understand what is really prevailing. I'm sure everybody here and at home has heard so much about coronavirus and yet we cannot see with our eyes. Meanwhile, when you come in contact with this virus, it is very clear. That in no time, if the Lord does not step in, 
your life can come to an end. Now, one of the things that I want to bring your attention to is that what has been bothering my mind is the fact that we don't see this virus. Yet, we believe that this virus is there and without certain precautions or instructions by our physicians and scientists, we will be in danger of death. Now, one of the mornings as I was reflecting on it, the Lord strongly challenged my heart by asking me a very simple question, which is, can you show me the virus? Can you see the virus? And I said, Lord, I can't see. And then he said to me, but you believe that it is there. And without you taking caution from the scientists and the doctors, you can easily come in contact with it and have harm to your body. I said, yes. And so when he said that to me, then he followed it up with this issue of to whom and unto what should you fear? And so, these two days, we are going to be considering this matter seriously. So that those of us who believed in Jesus, who have him as our personal Savior and Lord, will now turn around and devote our whole spirit, soul, and body to serve him and then also to fear him. Hallelujah. I would like for you to also take note of this. That sometimes some of these things when they are happening, you might not really understand it until you go back to God to begin to figure out few things. But this is one of the understanding that God has given to me, which I would like for you to get it deep into your heart to start fearing God and to start reverencing his word and be so determined to walk in the word of the Lord. We will have a look at this scripture in Luke chapter 12, verse number 4 to 6. Luke chapter 12, verse number 4 to 6. It says that, I say to you, my friends, do not be afraid of those who kill the body. And after that have no more that they can do. But I say, but I will show you whom you should fear. Fear him who, after he has killed, has power to cast into hell. Yes, I say, fear him. Are not five sparrows sold for two copper coin? And not one of them is forgotten before God. Amen. This was said by Jesus. Very, very important something that I would like for you to reflect on it today. As you come along in this study of ours for us to pray together. Now, we have all noticed something that is happening. Almost everybody under the sun 
it's so afraid of coming into contact with coronavirus. Almost everybody, health workers who are helping us, are doing their best to protect themselves, but there is fear. Because everybody knows that if they were ever to come in contact with this, and God does not show mercy, they will be in danger of death. Now, Jesus sat down with his disciples and his audience, and he came out to tell us who believe in him, whom we should fear. Have you noticed that this virus has only one aim, and that is to be able to kill or deform the body of a human being or, of a, or a person. Now, you will notice that this virus has no ability to kill the soul of an individual. And yet the whole world, the superpower nations, are all afraid. And so, I would like for us to carefully consider this matter and begin to turn our hearts to the fear of the Lord. Jesus sitting down and talking with his disciples and his audience came out with this important issue when he said in the verse number 4, I say to you, my friends, he called the people he was there with, my friends, trying to establish a very close relationship with them because of something that is very important that he was going to say to them. Do not be afraid of those who kill the body. Hmm. I, I, this is a matter to my heart. What is the world afraid of? We are all afraid of anybody who can deal with our bodies. But we do not go to the extent of trying to figure out where would our soul be and who can deal with the souls of men. We are only concerned about the body which we are carrying around, which whether we like it or not, one day it will give way. But I would like for you to carefully consider this matter that we are discussing together in your homes. You see, when Jesus said, my friends, do not be afraid of those who kill the body, Jesus was establishing that the soul of a person is more important than the body in which he lives. Praise the Lord. But you see that in our world, we have become very mindful, so mindful of our bodies that we do not care for our souls. Now, when Jesus has said that, don't be afraid of those who could kill your body or who have the ability to kill your body, I would like for us all to begin to think about how we'll be able to now dress up our souls in such a manner that our souls can be acceptable in the presence of the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now you will notice that after he has said, don't be afraid of the one who can kill the body. This virus, of course, we all know like I said from the beginning, I have come to appreciate scientists very much. Because 
one of the things I began asking myself is, apart from the images that the TV is showing us, some kind of a round ball with some sparks on it, very strange uh, 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 um, creature type of thing, I said, but if the scientists did not show us this, we wouldn't even know how the coronavirus looks like. But then, you notice that when a person comes in contact with this, they are able to go into the body, they are able to finish the body in no time. Many people are afraid. Many are worried. Now, may I tell you something? Those of us who have come to believe Jesus, He is the one speaking here. That don't be afraid of the one that can only deal with the body. One way or the other, a day is coming when the body would be dealt with with something. As to whatever it will be, unfortunately for us, some people's body are dealt with through accidents. Some people's body are dealt with through, through cancers. Some people's body are dealt with through uh, beatings and all kinds of things. I mean, some people, we are even told that, Oh, I was with him. There was nothing wrong with him. I spoke with him. And he went to bed and never got up. But we will end up at a hospital and the doctor will say something like this, that he had a heart attack. So, whichever way we look at it, it is becoming very critical that this body is temporal. Praise the Lord. And so, I would want us now to begin to now look at the body in a different manner. And carry it in such a way that it will become very profitable to God. And above everything else, also, that we may use this body... To serve the Lord as much as we can. Now, when Jesus has said, don't be afraid of that. Afterwards, he said, and after that, have no more than they can do. Thanks be to God that, I mean, I'm praying that none of us will suffer for this. And the Lord will do that for us in the name of Jesus. But I would like for you to know that... Whatever would happen to a person for this body to give up, don't be too afraid. I am very, very sure that what is happening in this life, if Jesus were to appear, standing on one side, and then coronavirus standing on the other side, all of them with arms open, saying, come and embrace me. Of course I know that, the tilt will be for Jesus because it's going to be at a time that I know that if I were to embrace you, Corona, you will finish me. But on the other hand, one of the things that we have taken our eyes off from the fact, uh, from it, is the fact that, you know, our Lord Jesus Christ, who has power over even this uh, virus, is establishing something very critical for us. That you, as much as you don't see this virus with your eye, so also you don't see God with your eye. 
And so when Jesus was establishing that don't be afraid, of course I'm not trying to agitate that any of us should become careless. That's the reason why from the beginning I was very clear thanking God for the scientists who have told us exactly what is not seen but has so much power to affect us. What I would like for us to rather bring our attention to is the fact that we have a living Father, our God, who Jesus is establishing that if you never feared God, now is the time for you to start fearing God. Praise the Lord. You know, whatever will take a person out of this life, that thing has no power to commend the soul of a person to heaven or to God. There is only one person who has the authority over the entirety of a person. That is what I mean by it is over his spirit, soul, and body. And that is our God and our Lord Jesus Christ. And so when he was establishing that I would want you to have this understanding that the fear that you have carried so much in your heart about what is happening, it's about time you sat down and carried even more of such fear towards God in trying to be very obedient to Him, in trying to walk in His Word, in trying to do what He says you should do. Praise the Lord. You know, one of the things I have observed, that it takes fear towards a person or towards something for people to begin to behave right. Correct? You have found out that people who didn't even care for washing of hands, now every second they are washing their hands because they fear something. Now, what you will see is that so many changes. I mean, people that we used to hug around, this time when you are coming, everybody is taking cover because they are not sure, even if you were their pastor. They are still saying that, hmm, you are my pastor, but I cannot trust. Maybe you may be carrying some virus. So you see the society is so afraid. And this thing that the Lord confronted my heart with has left me to be thinking seriously about the fear of the Lord. Praise the Lord. So in your homes today, as we are thinking about coming to have the Holy Communion, I would like for you to seriously together with your family. If possible, sit down and make time for prayer. And tell the Lord, please open my heart. Open the heart of my family members. That we may come to the understanding of the fear of the Lord. Praise the Lord. You will notice that the fear of the Lord is something that in, in, in our world now, it is nothing. One preacher man last week preaching in our church told us about how now people can walk down the streets of these developed countries naked, misbehaving, 
making it very clear that we don't care. Lord, if you, if you, if you want to come down, come down. We still want to marry. We, we are men and we want to marry men. It tells you how much people don't reverence or fear God. And I observe that all of these people who were doing all of these kinds of things, even in the streets, I also observed that as soon as the virus started, every one of them have kept their mouth shut. They don't go to the bus anymore. Yesterday I was privileged to see something that somebody sent on the WhatsApp. A gentleman dressed in clothes like John the Baptist on the streets of um, Louisiana, New Orleans, firing the word of God. Challenging people to come. And as I watched that, I kept asking myself, why wouldn't they peep through their windows? They wouldn't even come out. But left with them alone, if everything was normal, they would have jammed the street, misbehaving. So this is to tell you how much the world had run away from the fear of the Lord. But my beloved brethren at home, I would like for you to Take note of something that the Lord wants to bring to our attention critically. I beg you in the name of the Lord. You know, one sign, as I was saying, proving that a person fears somebody or fears something is to go by the instructions of that individual. So you see, now we have been instructed as to what to do. Big men, small men, Presidents and men of God, everyone is trying to abide by simple rules such as washing your hands, use hand sanitizers. We are strictly going by it. But may I ask you a question? Have we been very careful to obeying God? It tells me that the thing that is missing in our world is that people don't fear God anymore. The one who can deal with your body and can send you straight to hell is someone we don't fear. But I thank my Lord Jesus Christ who told us this truth that it's about time we brought our attention to the fear of Him who can deal with this our body and can also send us straight to hell. My message to you as you come to this Holy Communion this Sunday, which will be held in your various homes, is that please consider carefully husbands who are not doing what is right in their homes who are not going by the word of the Lord, I want to tell you that there is someone to fear. And his name is the living God, the Father of Jesus Christ. It's about time. Children who are in the homes, don't respect even their parents. Don't honor the word of the Lord. I want you to know that God can spare you from coronavirus. But let me tell you something. 
To be caught in the hands of the Lord is more fearful than coronavirus. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I say to you, be very careful and be committed to obeying God. There are so many of us, if the searchlight of the Lord were to put on us, we will find out that when it came to the things of God, we took them for granted. And so I want to beg you that this issue that God is bringing to our attention is very critical. May we all be reminded that life is not only here. Even here that we have gotten to enjoy small. One little pandemic, pandemic, excuse me, one little pandemic has brought us all into fear. Ah, wouldn't, you, wouldn't it be so great if we were to fear God and to obey Him? That's why the writer of the book of Ecclesiastes put it in a beautiful way. To fear God and to keep His commandment is the whole duty of a man. Praise the Lord. Once again, I want to say to you, please, let's get back to the fear of the Lord. And maybe I could send somebody sitting down and hearing this word and asking me, Pastor Dennis, how can I now fear God? It's very simple. Look at it from what we have been told right now. For you not to be affected by the virus, wash your hands very often. Use sanitizers. Don't let your hand come close to your face. Are we obeying it or not obeying it? Those of us who are so used to touching our faces, we are even still speaking to ourselves. As soon as your hand is coming, your soul is saying, watch out, because you may be taking in, and then quickly we will drop, we will drop our hands. Brethren, can we switch down to the fear of the Lord? Can we seriously? I think it's a matter we should pray about it in our homes. Let's begin. Those of us who are fornicating, who are stealing government money, who in your heart you have no regard even for your elderly, your pastors, all of this, I want to say to you, you don't fear God. And it's about time you started working on this matter. I would once again want to bring your attention to the number five. In fact, we'll be talking about it tomorrow as well. But I want you to come along when he continued by saying, but I will show you whom you should fear. I will show you whom you should fear. Do you remember the Bible says that it's a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the Lord? I don't think that many saints consider that. Sometimes because of the grace of God, we will try to say, ah, No, I will do it and then I will repent. I want to beg you, that, that, that kind of behavior must stop. You know why I'm telling you that? Why don't you just say me, I won't wash my hands. And um, I will try it and nothing will happen to me. 
Why is it that you fear the virus? And yet, when the Bible says it's a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the Lord, that we don't fear. I'm not asking you to pay your tithe. That's why I'm saying there are some of you who don't even pay tithe. Because you don't fear the Lord. This is a critical matter. I think the time has come for us to be all that we ought to be as saints of God. Obedient to the word of God. Showing that indeed we fear the Lord. Being careful. Jesus said, I will show you. May I say to you that statement of I will show you. Simply means you have not come to the point to know who you should fear. Praise the Lord. Jesus said, I will show you whom you should fear. Many of us have not come to the point as to whom you should fear. Therefore, I want to say to you, it is about time you started digging to find out who you should fear in life. Sometimes when we are doing things even contrary to ourselves when the scripture has said we should not do it, we are, we are, we are not careful about it because we think it's about us. Ah, I say to you, dear brother, the time has come for you not to live for yourself anymore. The time has come for you to begin to look at things carefully. When Jesus said, I will show you whom you should fear. What is Jesus establishing? Jesus is establishing that the fear in this life that we have for things that can deal with our bodies is not the thing that we need to pay attention to. As much as we would take cautions, as much as we would do what is right, I want you to know there is a God to fear. There is a God to pay attention to. Some of us are not even praying. I'm not very sure that even with all what is going on, whether some husbands are waking up, organizing their families, in the fear of the Lord, in prayer, and in the word of God. I am not very sure whether women, mothers are also doing their best and come to the children. Whether the children are also obeying their parents in the fear of the Lord. See, the Bible says that children obey your parents in the fear of the Lord. Trying to establish that. I have rules if you go against it towards your parents, you will be punished. I think the time has come for us to really take the word of God the way we ought to. And not to take it for granted. Jesus said, I will show you whom you should fear. It is very critical. When the Lord brought this to my attention, I was very careful and personally it shook me. Because I noticed that all we fear in life is sickness, disease, infirmity, 
In fact, we even fear poverty. We fear so many things, but we just don't fear God. May I remind us, I believe the Lord allowed this so as that we may come back to ourselves and begin to think about whom should we fear. And to begin to think about how we ought to walk in this life. And to begin to walk in what God says we should do. To whom shall you fear? Was said by Jesus. Maybe for some time now, you have not carefully even considered this. Maybe for some time now, things have been working for you, and you think that because of the blessings of God, if God didn't love me that much to be giving me all of this, you know, I'm even better than those who are praying every day. God must have found something special with me. Please, I want to say don't deceive yourself. Fear of God must come upon the heart of you. And I say once again that what is critical is that a person who fears obeys. A person who fears obeys. If you don't obey the word of the Lord, if you take it for granted and use your own mind to judge issues and do things according as you please, I want to plead with you. The time has come for you to begin to reflect carefully. To whom shall you fear? To whom? You know, as I said, the virus you don't see. All we see on the TV is setting an image. Yet we fear. We believe it is there. What about God? Do you think that God is not there? Do you think that what he has said he will not do? As a matter of fact, may I even point it out to you that all of these that we are experiencing is not new. These were things that were even said by God himself. A few days ago, I woke up with a bedding. And before I could start praying, the Lord said to me, Go to Matthew 24. And when I took Matthew 24, I read through something that jumped up of Matthew 24. It's what I want to share with you for this part of the communion preparation. That the Bible predicted the pestilence. That's Matthew 24, I think verse number 7 or so. <clears throat> that word came out. It says that, For nation will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom, and there will be famines, pestilences, and earthquakes in various places. When I read the scripture, somehow 
the word pestilence jumped up to my heart. And so I began searching and looking for the meaning of that. And honestly, I was so shocked that it was as if they should have rather used pestilence than coronavirus. It was so very clear that it depicted. And what did Jesus say? That in the last days, there shall be pestilence. As I come to a close on this issue, I want you to fear God. To whom shall you fear? The one who predicted what will happen in our time is the one we ought to fear. And so never take it for granted. Don't think that the word of the Lord has said it for naught. As we come to a close on this matter, I would like for you to seriously consider. If probably you didn't get it very clear like the way I have said it, I want you to go to prayer and say, Father, my pastor has just told me that I should fear you. And so Lord, show me and teach me how I ought to fear you. And I have also put it in a simple manner. Whatever you are afraid of, to whom you are afraid of, you simply obey. And so another act of fear is to simply obey the Holy Scriptures. Praise the Lord. I want to plead with you as we are about entering into prayer in your various homes. I would like for you one more time to reflect on this serious matter that the Lord is bringing our way. The person to be afraid of. The person never to take for granted. He is God. He is able to finish your soul. He is able to escort you straight to hell where there will be damnation forever and you will never die. Maggots eating you up and fire burning you. I am not saying these things to, to bring fear to you, but I am just simply saying that we must fear God. Who predicted that a time is coming such as this when we shall experience such situation in our lives? God richly bless you in your homes as I'm about praying for you. I want you to take note as we're about moving into prayer in this communion preparation. One particular thing I want you to note is please just plead for the fear of God. Just plead that you may know Jesus and to love Him and to be obedient to His word. Shalom. May the Lord bless you and keep you as I pray for you. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you were present in every home. We thank you that your word, as to whom we should fear, has come to us as families. We pray, Lord, that the eyes of our understanding will be enlightened in the knowledge of the fear of the Lord. So that we will walk worthy of you. We bless and honor you for hearing us and for bringing us your word. In Jesus name we have prayed. Amen.